So, I have a list of ideas in uh, this book. It's kind of like my idea book. Before I started my podcast, I knew that I wanted to have, like, fresh ideas. You know, have a whole list of ideas before I run out. Run out. And, um... I have a lot of ideas, some good, some bad, and I uh, stumbled upon this one, and I think it's actually very interesting. It's about saliva and how much of it we produce and uh, what does it contain, and can we run out of it? And we're going to be answering all of these questions today and more on today's episode of Stuff It's Lazy to Google. Let's go! Guys, here from the intro today, we are going to be talking about that mucus squattery stuff in your mouth called saliva and how it's actually more important than you think. And uh, before I start the video, I just want to apologize for this being three days late. I was actually supposed to have a guest, but things went haywire, and uh, here I am, just me. And uh, so let's get into this. So it's 7 a.m. in the morning as I'm recording this, and I can hear the sizzling of bacon, eggs, and sausages. And man, is my breakfast gonna be delicious. And as I'm thinking of this, your mouth is probably watering. I mean, that's the first thing you think of when you think of food. Hunger and eating it. But if you think about it, you can't think of food without thinking of saliva. Saliva is probably one of the most important parts of eating. You need saliva to eat. And so we're going to be talking about that today. Okay, so your saliva is basically made of 99.5% water. You got your electrolytes and your enzymes and your white blood cells. And you also have your mucus, obviously, and your antimicrobial agents, such as secretory IgA and iozymes. And then you also have your epithelial cells. So electrons are basically just minerals that carry an electric charge when they come in contact with liquid, especially blood, and uh, the results can be quite shocking, to say the least. I guess that's why your mom's never allowed to put naked wires in the mouth. So back to the topic, saliva. How is saliva produced exactly? Well, it's produced through your salivary gland, but technically it's produced through uh, these secretary units. It's called a cini, just basically a cluster of cells. And then from the acinus, it goes to um, small collecting ducts. And in these ducts, the saliva is kind of altered. Uh, the sodium is reabsorbed and large large amounts of uh, bicarbonate ions and potassium is secreted. And then from these collecting ducts, it goes to larger collecting ducts and it eventually forms a large singular duct leading to your oral cavity known as your mouth. So human beings produce like two swimming pools of saliva a lifetime and that's a lot. But can we actually run our saliva? Well, you just know. Well, unless you're dehydrated. If not, you're good. But now that we've answered the question of what is saliva and how much we produce, Let's answer the question of why exactly is saliva useful and you know, what, we, what, what makes it so useful. Well, first of all, it helps with your taste and it has mucus 
it is a mouth that helps food to slide down easily. It's kind of like the first part of your digestion, saliva. And um, it basically has taste receptors on its taste buds. It's uh, like hair-like substances. And when they come in contact with food molecules, they stimulate it. And then that is the sensation we call taste. Saliva also helps with your uh, teeth and uh, keeping it clean. Um, it contains important elements such as bicarbonates, calcium, and phosphates. They not only neutralize plaque acids, but also help repair early tooth damage and decay. And you've, you've watched one of my episodes, you know that plaque isn't good for your teeth. So well, life without saliva would pretty bad. Not only that, but a experiment carried out by scientists in the Netherlands identifies a compound in human saliva that greatly speeds wound healing. This research may offer hope to people suffering from chronic wounds related to diabetes and other disorders, as well as traumatic injuries and burns. In addition, because the compounds can be mass-produced, they have the potential to be as common as antibiotic creams and rubbing alcohol. So I guess licking your wounds isn't that weird. And on that weird note, we will end today's episode of Stuff is Listed to Google. And I'm sorry if this episode was too short, but I promise it will be an episode next Sunday and it will be longer. And until then, I'll see you guys. Goodbye.